0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast episode. What episode are we on? I believe 164. We'll get back to that later, but before we even get into it, whatever episode this is, make sure you like, subscribe, five-star rate, and review the podcast because we are on episode 140, actually, episode 140, Um, and support the podcast if you may. Uh, We've been cracking at it for 140 weeks, 140 weeks. This is a big news week this week. Lots going on in the news. We're going to get to a lot of it. And also, is passive income really passive? Um, I think that's a good thing to talk about passive income with, you know, talks of different things coming on. How do you build up income other ways? How do we do that? Let's talk about that in the roundtable. So make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review. Now let's get into the episode. (laughs) What's in the news, folks? Lots in the news. But first and foremost, let's get to the market update. Big market update this week. Um, Big thing happening is, unfortunately, there was a jobs report showing less available jobs. So the jobs in August, the available jobs, plunged by 1.1 million, I believe. Pretty much showing a tightening in the labor market, which is one of the metrics that the Fed is going to use to decide if they need to pause raising rates, stop raising rates, lower rates. Potentially down the road, because um, you're showing a pause in a, a tightening the labor market. It's you know sl- showing a slowdown in the economy, um, and potentially a stabilization of prices. Um, so the market jumped handily on this news um, over the last couple of days, um, about flat yesterday and about flat right now. Um, and so that's some of the stuff we're talking about. Is you start to see, you'll start to see indications of the economy slowing down, which will probably aid um, a bottoming of the market at some point in the next six to seven to eight months. Um, But that's still far away. Right now it's an opportune time for young investors um, because you aren't going to see these generational downturns, what there's been over a dozen in the last 70 years. Um, So you don't see these generational decade-like gaps of discounting of the market to allow smart investors and not long-term investors to be adding, but the, emotionally, it just doesn't, people don't understand that they emotionally go the other way. Maybe they just don't have enough cash flow. That's another thing. That's a separate thing than like having the cash flow and not using. So, two different things. Um, uh, but that's what's going on. We'll keep a close eye on that. But in current news, current news update big, lots of news. Um, Lots of news going on. Let's first start with sort of sad news. Credit Suisse, the place that I used to work at over four years ago, but I left and did well on my own. <laughs> but now they're saying that Credit Suisse is in trouble. They're saying something like the Lehman Brothers. Credit Suisse is the shares at an all time low. Um, they've had troubles with risk management, meaning taking risky bets uh, that didn't work out in their favor and losing billions, literally billions of dollars. Um, and so now they're looking like they're talking with people to spit off parts of their business to potentially um, close down different sides of their business, but it's not looking good. Um, as Credit Suisse is, you know, pretty much bringing in consultants to weigh out the different options that they have, and their CEO is looking at a massive, massive strategic review to go over a string of scandals and risk management failures, as well as you know, give an update on what the business needs to do. Um, so it's a European bank, but obviously they have a U- uh, U.S. presence. Um, the strongest arm of the bank is their wealth management arm. And so that's something that could be spit off. Um, they could exit the investment banking division uh, business altogether because um, it's just not as strong. They don't do that well on the investment banking side. Um, so there's talks. We'll have to see what happens in the next couple of months because there's talks. That they're not solvent. Or they're concerns of their solvency. Where on the street is like the 70 to 80% That they could go under 70 to 80% probability is what I'm hearing from some experts. Um, So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Moving forward, moving forward to more. Well, this is actually bad news again. Crib Kardashian, she's going to pay a fine to regulators for her SC for a crackdown. On celebrity crypto promos, remember the twenty twenty one seems like so long ago, when everybody was grifting and and selling some sort of crypto or quick alternative coin or some sort of you know scammy type thing mining. Someone hit me up about oh I heard about Bitcoin mining you just put money in it and it comes out the other side. Like uh, also people use your, use your brain slightly, like use it a little bit. It's okay to use your brain a little bit. Uh, so Kim Kardashian was. Attacking people that don't use their brain. I actually like Kim; she's a smart businesswoman. But this was just a not smart move. So she was, she made headlines because um, she was she did an Instagram post where she promoted an altcoin called Ethereum Max. It's not it's the same as Ether. It's called Ethereum Max. They probably just named it close just because it was pretty much nothing but scam. But Kim used the um she did use the hashtag #ad, but she failed to disclose. She was paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to promote the coin to her 330 million, over 330 million plus Instagram followers, which is a violation of the Securities Act. You have to disclose what you were paid and how much you were paid to do that post. So I think a lot of other people got caught up in this, Mayweather and some other people, but guess what folks, she got paid a big, big fine. Not really, she's paying 1.3 million, which is like nothing to her, it's like a nickel to her, um, for this um, non-disclosure. She didn't admit to any fault, she just paid the fine. and Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled had to also pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for failing to disclose how much they were paid to promote the coin. So multiple things of this. Of course, yes, this is wrong, and she's paying the fine and, you know, move forward, and the SEC is making a big deal of slapping her with this fine and said, hey, we're going to protect people. Um, another thing is, it's interesting to find out she was paid $250 for an Instagram post. Like, how are other smaller influencers surviving in this environment, when she has the most followers on Instagram, I believe, besides Ronaldo, and she's paid 250K for an Instagram post. Um, the numbers of pay for posts have gone down incredibly for influencers. I know that uh, for the influencers out there, but there's other ways to monetize, pay per conversion and different things, but um, quite interesting seeing that. Um, and it's not, crypto isn't dead. I don't believe it's dead. Um, it's gonna be a bear crypto winter. The winter's here. Um, jobs have been sucked out of that, that industry. Um, people have forgotten all the people that were just there because it was going up have forgotten about it. But I haven't. I understand that this these downtimes with this there's blood in the streets, there's there's good opportunities for people to stay committed to what they were doing. Um, so that's that's the Kim news. I don't know if we've ever spoken about Kim Kardashian on the podcast before, but that that's a first. Someone that we speak on the podcast a lot of, Elon Musk is back in the news because he said, Guess what? I'm gonna go forward. He's done with his back and forth. says, I'm gonna go ahead and pay $44 billion at $54 and 20 cents a share for Twitter. He's dropped, it. he said he's gonna go with it. He says he's gonna buy the company. He wants Twitter to drop the litigation against him, but he says, I will buy the company. And guess what? He also tweeted, like, this was pretending like it was part of his plan all along. Like, I'm gonna turn this. This is an acceleration of turning Twitter into X, the everything app, meaning he wants to turn it to some super app that does everything. I'm assuming deliver food is a bank is a bank for you, all these different things. He doesn't give much details, but he said he wants it to be the everything app. So, yeah, Twitter, they're going through it. We we kind of talked about it. I did a post a couple months ago on CNBC, and I think I discussed it here. That it was ironclad. Most of the experts are saying he could not get out of this deal, that it was ironclad. He had no out. He had to pay the amount for the company. Um and that's that's pretty much what we've are seeing. Um so it, it's it's quite interesting that they're confirming that no out he's gonna go forward with it. Um and it should be should be closing fairly soon. The next few weeks they're saying it should be closing and moving forward. So we'll keep an eye on that. In retirement news, um Ray Dalio who's Bridgewater hedge fund manager Founder, 150 billion in assets. He's stepping down and planning. He's been planning the move for a decade. He's gonna step down from the company. He'll stay on the company's board. He'll be a mentor, but he's not gonna run the day-to-day. Probably do more speaking events. He wrote a book not too long ago. I haven't read it, but I heard it's decent. Uh, But yeah, I mean, this is seeing different people making different moves, um, including stepping down from their post. Survey news. 91% of CEOs expect a recession in the next year. 51% Fifty-one percent are considering cutting their workforce. Company and, and their their workforce companies like Gap, Netflix, uh, Microsoft, Tesla have made some layoffs this year. Again, this is part of what the Fed's doing, part of what the economy's doing. We've known this coming down the pipeline. Uh, we'll talk about it in the roundtable. What we we've talked about prior to, um, but we'll talk more on uh, on you know just that sentiment in the air. It Doesn't mean it's bad. It's opportunistic for some smart, hardworking people. Um, but, you know, best of luck to those folks. That's all we have for news today. Busy, busy news week. Let's get into the roundtable next. Roundtable, folks. Roundtable. We're talking about passive income. Um, it used to be a lot more talked about 2021, maybe 2020. It uh, was like, oh, I just want passive income and generational wealth and all this stuff, which, again, it's all great, all good to have. Good things to discuss. I, I encourage people um, to push their entrepreneurship side of themselves, to find what their true passions are, uh, and to monetize that. But again, the word passive income is, is interesting. You put it in quotes, might be better put, because passive income, uh, for people that don't fully understand, it's not just something that just you happen stands on, you just do, right? Passive income is only generated through a couple of ways, well, let's break them down. Um, first way is through lots of hard work, right? Like the work has to be done first before anything become passive. You can't just like wake up and say, hey, I want passive income, and then you just like do it. That goes with real estate, buying something, anything, right? Like real estate is not a passive thing unless you actually one, do the work, build up enough um properties, get enough capital, which takes a lot of work, to actually make that becoming a passive machine. Starting a business isn't passive until you one do the work yourself. Enough where you can hire people to run it, all that different stuff. Again, nothing world is passive to start. The other way, of course, is if you actually just like were born wealthy and have enough money to just invest and do different things, and do what you want. That's passive, I suppose, but it's not the situation for ninety five percent of people. So, again, how does that work? The first way for passive income, as people like to call it, is doing the work. It could be finding properties of real estate. It's being getting enough capital to. Buy enough properties. Like, if you buy one property, you're only making three, four, $500 after tax. It's not really moving the needle, in my estimation. Maybe it does for you. That's okay. Um, but you want to make sure that you understand that passive income is only generated again through lots of hard work in the beginning and figuring stuff out. You'll have doubters, haters, different things, but you still have to do the work, set to figure things out. Um, to be able to get to a point where you get the so-called passive part of it, which by the time you actually do that and reach that, you don't even want it to passive. You really like working, you really like what you're doing, you like your passion, and maybe you work less and you work on your own time, and you kind of do live at your free will, which is the goal for most people to so leave their leave and live on their free will. Some people it takes two three decades, some people takes less, right? Um, but, but that's just an understanding of it. I think it'll be more prominent as we go through and people, if people, you know, unfortunately happen to lose their jobs or different things out there, um, start thinking about, maybe start building it now, putting the groundwork because the groundwork in the first year, year and a half, two years is what you had to put in maybe, um, some faster than others. Uh, but you had to put in that groundwork and then you're really rocking and rolling from there. And, you know, if you find something you're good at is the key, something that you're good at and you've done the research, you've done the work, then you can just expound from there. Um, But that's just something that was on my mind. I think it's a great topic. I don't discourage anyone from thinking about it. I do think people need to put the pen to paper, do the work, do the research. It's nothing in life is easy. Prime example, I was setting out to like get back in shape. It took me months to like just realize, all right, I'm gonna be disciplined and actually get back in shape. And I did so, but I knew before I wasn't really being disciplined. I wasn't doing the work but a, a diet pill is faster and easier to sell people than actually months of hard work. Like that's just not an easy sell, but a diet pill is an easy sell, but it doesn't do anything. But you know, you know, we know fantasy football update. I'm three, four and oh, I'm four and oh, rocking and rolling. Of course I told the people I'm coming this year with fantasy football. We're going to keep rocking and rolling on that. Um, and yeah, it's getting colder, unfortunately. So stay warm, stay healthy. We'll talk next week.